What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Whiskey Jedi. Uh, I am Jake Berlin. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, as you can see, I have two special guests with me here tonight. I have Alex and Molly Damon uh, from Star Wars Explained joining me to drink some whiskey and luckily enough, talk some Obi-Wan Kenobi, which uh, just so happened to work out perfectly. Uh, <laughs> scheduled episode that we had this week. Uh, how are you guys doing? Good. Yeah, that worked out great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It, this has been planned for maybe like two weeks, everybody, and it just so happened that the trailer dropped yesterday, and it was perfect timing. Uh, and now we have a full-fledged hour worth of conversation with uh, this new footage, which is awesome. Yeah, there's there's a lot to talk about. It was only like what a minute and a half worth. Yeah, of a minute, minute forty five or so. With it worth of a teaser trailer, but oh man, it so felt like so much happened in just a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah, which I'm sure, hopefully, that's all from the first episode or two. I hope they're not giving away a whole lot. Probably not. Yeah. Crossing fingers because it is only six episodes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so obviously we're going to talk some Star Wars tonight as is one half of the show. The other half is the whiskey portion. Um, and if you have watched before, you know that I leave the topic and the whiskey up to my guests. And uh, Alex and Molly went with, and I always pronounce this wrong. It's the Belvaney, if I'm correctly pronouncing it. Uh, I was going to ask you how to, I have no idea how to pronounce it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the the Belvaney and uh, Mark Koss is in the chat actually. And he looks to be a big fan of it. Um, it's a 12 year scotch and it has a long history. We're going to talk about it here in a little bit. Um, but I wanted to ask just kind of maybe the decision behind choosing this one, or was it just simply the one that you had on your shelf? Well, we had this in Lagavulin. So I don't know. I, I think Molly was the one that made the choice between those two. Well, I mean, I'm not going to ask Jake to go buy the log of Woolen one that we kept because that one's even more expensive. And you only started drinking that because of Ron from Parks and Rec. That's why I tried it first, but it's legit awesome. So <laughs> I kept drinking it. It tastes like liquid smoke. It tastes great. But I, 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 won't, I won't disagree with liquid, liquid smoke. I will not disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> this what what made you buy this one i i remember when you got it yeah this was in the book of accidents which is uh a novel by chuck wendig who i only started uh, reading because he wrote the aftermath it made, it series. Makes sense now. it makes sense yeah it and uh <laughs> he described this scotch in that book and i was like that sounds good and i googled it and i was like oh it's real <laughs> and so i went and tried it but yeah chuck chuck is a good writer book of accidents was good wanderers was awesome uh so yeah read some chuck windig he's got good stuff <laughs> and he leads you to whiskey which is always yeah. um so is scotch like your go-to as far as whiskey or is it yeah i think so i mean i'll i'll drink bourbon and whiskey smashes um I don't really drink Irish whiskey. Yeah, I think I usually tend to stray towards scotch. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big whiskey person, but I like scotch. Yeah. And Molly, you drink it just when you're you're required to, right? I drink it when there are picklebacks involved. <laughs> I I wanted to go get pickles to have pickle juice for this tonight. And Alex was like, please don't mix this with pickle juice. <laughs> yeah, you got to enjoy. This is one you just sit and enjoy. You don't mix. You don't do anything with. You just sit there and enjoy it. Speaking of novels, uh, in The Expanse book three, they get loggable and, and they take shots of it. And oh. I was like, what's wrong with all of you? <laughs> I mean, they're from space, so I don't think they knew. <laughs> but like Lagavulin is supposed to still be around. Uh, it's still from Earth, like hundreds of years in the future. But still, they were doing shots and I was upset. That's the most angry I've been at the expanse. Wow. Because they're doing <laughs> shots of your favorite. Yeah. Who would do that? 
<laughs> maybe it's not as high quality in the future in space i don't know yeah I mean, it sucks now <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, i wanted to bring up one comment real quick though because there are so many comments uh, so far but curtis way down below here only the second person to say it hello there curtis thank you so much for joining Hello there. Uh, maybe that's a good thing that he's only the second person to say it. General clam sauce. Um, <laughs> yes, to everyone watching, thank you so much. We're going to be getting into Obi-Wan here in just a sec. Um, I'll be going over some details on the whiskey a little bit later in the show. I'll just say that it has a very long, long, long process of how this is really made. Um, not just like the 12-year portion, but it goes through like four or five different barrels of sitting and waiting for a long time, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, but let's just... let's. Get right to it. Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, 17 years in the making. It's finally here. We are officially getting it. We got our first look. Uh, I'll go to you two first and just kind of initial reactions before we start diving into specific topics. And and I watched the trailer reaction you guys had posted on, on the Patreon as well. Um, but what is like your initial thought now that we finally got a look at this series? I mean, I had chills the whole time. Well, from the second Duel of the Fates kicked in. <laughs> That's <laughs> Everything was like, yeah, this seems unexpected he's got his eop he's in the desert he's watching luke got it but then i don't know duel of fates is it's such a cheap move but it works <laughs> oh yeah you're you're like oh they're doing it they're doing it to me this song <laughs> yeah it, i was excited because there was so much in the trailer that was like oh okay no we're not going to spend this whole time in the desert he's yeah. going to this new planet that's very urban and has this like cool city feel and it's it, it the teaser was very inquisitor heavy mm -hmm. which is amazing that we're getting inquisitors in this show makes sense but it's still just like cool to have it set in stone yeah that they it's did happening. so so much that i wasn't expecting them to show like we'd heard rumors of the grand inquisitor and they were just like here he is <laughs> like here's inquisitors there's the fortress inquisitorious like and and obi-wan's not on tatooine the whole time like they're already showing us a lot more than I expected. So that makes me excited for like, okay, well, what are they not showing us? Mm, young bigs. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> that's where I was going with that. <laughs> Best friend bigs to, to baby Luke Skywalker. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's, it's cool just because obviously it's been so long since we've seen him and there's a huge time gap from the last time that we did see him in the timeline. Um, it almost felt like it was needed to answer a lot of questions, even though it is a teaser it really needed to set us up for like what kind of atmosphere the show is really going to be about. Um, like who is really the villain? Uh, obviously Vader is going to play into it, but um, it seems like you guys said the inquisitors are a massive part of this show. Uh, and one in particular, a brand new one that we're meeting in, in Reva, uh, who is very cool looking, very menacing looking. She's in a lot of parts of the trailer. Um, but yeah, I, I just love that they kind of, didn't really care to beat around the bush about anything. Because, um, mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes that's fun and that's exciting to like speculate and like wonder and stuff like that. But I just love that they're saying, yep, this is what the show is. We know you're excited for it. Here you go. Uh, and it obviously blew up and people are very excited about it. So, and it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. So like, how can you really argue against it? Yeah, I, I thought it was a cool choice that they're, they're starting with, I figured they would go this route, but they're starting him out as being like this very broken version of Obi-Wan. And that's going to be heartbreaking for everyone yeah. to see. Uh, but it's it's just awesome that he, we're going to see that part of him and see him realize that like, oh no, like I have to leave Luke and leave Tatooine for this other reason. 
and to see that process happen is going to be really intense. Yeah. I'm looking forward to him pulling himself out of that funk where it, he looks like he's just beating himself up for what happened to Anakin and he's blaming himself and he's just like literally living, living in a cave. And I'm looking forward to him being like, you know what? I deserve a house and, <laughs> and furniture and stuff. That that's how the that's how the series ends, right? It's it's got to end with him like officially moving into his eventual hut. Like, Maybe that makes sense. It's possible the cave is under his hut because that's the, Ooh, oh, that's, that's actually a good call. Well, yeah. the whole idea behind his original home was it was supposed to be in a cave, and then they changed it in the movie, and then they were like, ah, he lives above a cave or something like that. That was all in development of a new hope. So. It's possible he was just in his basement, but I don't know why he would bring a pillow and a blanket down. <laughs> oh, no. He's, that's like the ultimate in hiding. He's not just in his own hut. He's in a cave underneath uh -huh. his hut. <laughs> um, well, I wanted to bring up one comment. And I just, here it is. Doomslayer here. Plot twist. That was Biggs in the trailer. Exactly <laughs> inside. Uh, I mean, it. you never know, but I doubt it with the way that it was set up. Um, speaking of Luke, a tiny just... mustache. Yeah, that was him. Uh, let's let's talk about Luke for a little bit because obviously, um, he's gonna play a, a minor part not a huge part, but a minor part because Obi Wan is overlooking him, that's his job. Um, do we expect to see like confrontations with the two of them, meetups, or is it always gonna be from a distance? What do you guys think? I kind of hope it's always from a distance. I don't know, like, we could get just a random line from little kid version of Luke, but I don't know that they should show him too much. I agree. I hope that we see Luke through Obi-Wan's eyes where it's just from afar and he can see him, but he can't like interact with him. He can't train him or do any of the things that he wants to do, help make him the chosen one or whatever. But you know, Luke definitely knows who Obi-Wan is or been uh, in A New Hope. So they, they could meet, but I'm kind of hoping they don't. Yeah, maybe he'll just be known by all the other kids around town as like old Ben. Mm -hmm. And Luke just knows of him because of that. I do like the idea, that image of uh, the third sister confronting Uncle Owen. I'm yeah. like, all right, I wouldn't mind like... That might be too like close right there. If, if Luke is like right behind yeah. Owen and it's yeah. like the Inquisitors were so close. Yeah, I, I, I love the fact that it's it's an interesting story plot, obviously, and, and with their connection in the future. And like you said, Luke knowing of Ben, um, I'm more interested in the Uncle Owen side of it all. And like you said, that image really makes me believe that he's going to have a decent sized role in this and that the confrontation between him and Obi-Wan, where I, I think we might learn why owen is so like against him maybe something happens or he gets too close or or something but yeah alex just like you said i that image really excited me just because one it's joel edgerton he's returning after being cast in, in revenge of the sith but to see that they were so close and that she's like right there and luke is literally under her thumb and then 15 years later or whatever he's literally saving the galaxy against them um it's very interesting to see from that perspective in obi-wan's eyes that's for sure I feel like we we got so lucky with Joel Edgerton where he's he was in like three scenes in the prequels. <laughs> and I mean, he was he he just blew up since then. And he's been in awesome movies like Warrior and 
uh, really made a name for himself. And it's like, yes, like bring him back. I'm so glad that's working out. Well, Deborah Ch Chow said in an interview for the magazine, mm -hmm. I think, like, thank God he mm -hmm. got cast for this and thank God he's back. So that's got to mean that he's got some really amazing scenes. I'm trying not to read too much into it because JJ said the same thing about <laughs> Kelly Marie Tran. <laughs> where he's like, oh, the best thing Ryan did was cast her, and I'm so grateful. And then it's like, well, come on, JJ. <laughs> hopefully hopefully Deborah Chow has a little bit better grasp on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. I want Uncle Owen to have a sizable role in this. Like, obviously, Obi-Wan's going to be going off, leading everyone on a wild bantha chase or something. But I, I really want to explore Uncle Owen because... I enjoy his stories in the comics where you see like he super, super cares about Luke and all of his gruffness in episode four is coming from just a desire to protect him. And mm -hmm. that's it. But, you know, the first time you read or you watch that movie, you're like, God, Uncle Owen's kind of a hard ass. Yeah, <laughs> but it's all coming from a loving place. And so I want to see that side of him. Yeah. And this might be the only chance we ever get to see him. Like, I don't mm -hmm. I don't know wherever else he could really fit inside a Star Wars universe story, whether it be TV or movies. An Obi-Wan Kenobi show is kind of like the only place that we could actually see yeah. him going forward. And it's going to make watching episode four worse, I think. Yeah. The but... fact, like his ending, how terrible it yeah. is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, outside of uh, uh, Ben and, and uh, Luke... Let's talk about the Inquisitor portion of all this. We talked about it a little bit, but, um, uh, you know, they are heavily involved in this trailer. Multiple of them, uh, characters from Rebels, new Inquisitors as well. Um, and I'm sure it got you two very excited just because of, of the Star Wars lore and bringing it back into live action after their introduction to Rebels. Not just the Grand Inquisitor, but the Fifth Brother. Um, you know, it, it seems like they're really going heavy on this dark section of the universe which is very exciting um do you think the grand inquisitor is going to be heavily involved or do you think it'll come through uh the other inquisitors a little bit more than it will him i think the third sister is going to be the focus for and some that's reason Red, that, right yeah the fact that they gave her a name they really focused on her in entertainment weekly and in the trailer so and uh, we know that the fifth brother and the grand inquisitor survive mm -hmm. until star wars rebels so I, I think that he'll be present, but not the main baddie. Like, I think he'll be kind of, I'm giving you the mission. Maybe this deal with Kenobi is a little more involved than we thought. Like third sister, you got this, you handle this. I'm going to go. Yeah, I, I agree. They teased him a little bit in the trailer and I can't imagine he's going to be in it too much. I don't know. We, we talked a lot about like what he looks like and maybe that means that, you know, he won't be as involved because everybody's like so fixated on how different he looks from, you know, other places that we've seen mm -hmm. him. I honestly, though, I'm more interested in the other inquisitors than him just because I don't know the she's new. Mm -hmm. So I'm always going to gravitate more towards the new characters. Yeah, it's it's exciting to kind of expand on that lore of Star Wars because it's it's a minor portion of what we've experienced so far. And, and especially if you're a casual fan and you've only seen like live action stuff, um, mm -hmm. you, you would have never seen them in Rebels and you would have never seen them in Fallen Order as well, which I'm sure when you saw Inquisitorious, Alex, oh. you were like, 
Oh, that was my like in the reaction, like <laughs> Molly posted our pictures, but this was me going like, oh my God, they're actually doing that. I wasn't, well, I guess I was expecting it because of the concept art. And I was like, hopefully that's Inquisitorious, but maybe I was so shocked I was right for once. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I'm, I'm so psyched that the idea that people make these things up for their their books or their comics or the games like black chrysanthemum i don't know just anytime someone's creation gets recognition in the wider universe it's exciting to me so i'm i'm super psyched to see nur and the fortress inquisitorious yeah you you said something like oh it's nur and i thought i misheard you and i was like what are you who that's the moon <laughs> i thought you meant that that was the grand inquisitor's name oh. and i was like what he has a name and it's nur <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the planet. <laughs> which is in, uh, for those Excuse watching who may not know, Nur, which is where the Inquisitor's Fortress is, it's in the Mustafar system, just off of the planet. Um, so very close to Vader. They are Vader's, uh, you know, soldiers, if you will. Um, it's it's just cool because it, it gives it a very dark tone. Um, and there's something new that we've, we haven't experienced in live action before. Also, helicopter lightsabers, like it's happening it's super exciting. I know, Alex, you don't believe it might not happen, but I mean, the possibility is actually there. <laughs> I will clap if it happens. I will be excited, like just because it's such a bold decision. And I'll be like, hey, I know it's I know it exists like that's on you guys if you want to throw it into a live action show. And I'm on board. Yeah. If, if you go that way, <laughs> I'm I'm just going to go ahead and expect that it's going to happen. And if it doesn't, that's OK. But it's. It's just, it's right there. They gotta take advantage of that. Maybe we see I them. Think, maybe we see them training and they're learning to helicopter fly. <laughs> I think that Molly, what you said, that they'll kind of like in Fallen Order, they'll hint at it. They won't go full on, but like the ninth sister has an attack where she'll jump up and like the blade spins above her and then she brings it down. And it's yeah. a very video game, like telegraphing her move so you can dodge it thing, but. They could do something like that where it's like they're not full on flying, but they are doing the thing. That's all I really am asking for. I don't need them to literally take off into the sunset <laughs> with their helicopter <laughs> saber. But yeah, like a big force jump accompanied by a little spin. I, I need that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool design. So, I mean, why not play with it a little bit? Even if it is like that, it's just a small tease for us fans who recognize it from Rebels. Um, I'm interested to see. I need to try to find people who haven't seen Rebels, how they're reacting to that lightsaber. Because, the spinning one? Yeah, because it, it did not have a good reaction from what I recall uh, when Rebels first came out. And people were like, oh, I mean, every time you introduce a new lightsaber idea, people are like, oh, it's too far. The cross guard is too far. The hand plate, <laughs> like every time they they say it's just too much but you gotta find a way to update something as cool as a lightsaber yeah. you so, can't just like, keep it the same yeah i'm curious to know if the general audience who hasn't seen all the animation or rebels or anything if they're like neat or if they're like what is this they're like it spins now <laughs> yeah it spins now yeah especially because in that shot I mean, you didn't technically see the hilt either, so you don't you don't know how it's spinning. If mm. if you're a casual fan, it's just oh, moving yeah. around really fast. And yeah, I mean, it, it, that would be very. I don't know if I have any casual fans who have never seen Rebels. A lot of you my could friends have a spinning hand. It couldn't be the lightsaber. <laughs> Maybe his hand spins. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, well, with the Inquisitors, I did have a question because the other Inquisitors that we saw, and I believe I'm saying right, the, the Lothian is the other species of the Inquisitor. I, I can't tell what she is because she doesn't have like the little baubles at the end of her. She had like, it almost looked like the Ninth Sister, but smaller scale. Yeah, it looked like I, she had something on her head. I was wondering if she were like a Nautilin. But even what is like uh, she just has very short little head tentacles. What is Stacy Teen? Stacy Teen's an Ectachi, but he has full on like horns. She didn't. She looked like she had like two little horns. I think she has like little head tendrils. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's very dark. Yeah. Let me see. I think I can find a picture. But um, but we've never met her before, right? She's a brand new Inquisitor. As far as I know, no, okay. I, I don't and recognize her. And she doesn't have a name like the uh, other one, like Reva was given a name? Don't think so. Okay. She could be the fourth sister. Uh, we've seen a design for that Inquisitor, but that was a rebel in disguise, so that could have been all made up. That'd be my closest guess. But mm -hmm. either that or we're jumping to, like, 11th sister. Yeah. Well, Artie Films said that they learned something from your TikTok. <laughs> about the... <laughs> Uh, I pulled an image. Let's see if I, I pulled an image, and I don't know if it's clear enough. But let's see if we can see. Drinking wine. I don't like it. It's not. I don't know if that Okay. I mean, they, they, those could be little. I I see I thought they tendrils, were but horns. you you might be right. They might be horns. But it, yeah, it is hard to tell because if they were a Thalothian, there would be more of them. And she's got a total headgear thing going on, and too. The, so. Yeah, the headpiece kind of looks Thalothian as well. But yeah, they, they usually have a lot more little head tendrils. And they're like, they're kind of a different shape than that. Those are kind of skinnier at the end. And Thalothians kind of bulb out at the bottom. That's why I was like, Nautilin? But no, Nautilins have much longer head tendrils. As Brian says, uh, it's just a nice hat. <laughs> it's it just is, a neat hat. It could just be a nice hat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. Um, well, I just, I, mean, I have I have a question. As far as Thalothians go, who's like a major character that we know that's a Thalothian? Do we know one? Adi Galea, okay. Stas Ali. Okay. That, that's yeah. it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right. Speaking of bad guys, I want to get to Vader because we know that Hayden Christensen's coming back. We didn't see him. Um, we heard him. And then they dropped an image today, actually, of, of from the show, which was really cool. Classic Star Wars of him just kind of in the dark with the smoke, etc. Uh, it's actually on the thumbnail now that I think about it. Um, but obviously, last or two years ago when they announced the show, they said, oh, it's the rematch of the century. Like, we expect to see Obi-Wan versus Vader. Everyone talks about that line from A New Hope, how it kind of implies that they did meet at some point after they separated Um is he going to be the main bad guy? Are we going to see a lot of him in this show or is it going to kind of be in bits and pieces? God, I hope it's not another Kingpin Cad Bane situation where oh, he shows up. Yeah. yeah, I I don't think they're going to do that. I hope they don't do that. Where he just shows up at the very end? Yeah, like no. at the very end of episode five or the second to last episode and they're like, oh my God, it was Kingpin all along. Or like, I'm Cad Bane and the Pikes hired me. And then they're dealt with the next episode. Like, I want him to be a bigger presence. I think he'll be in it a good bit. 
I'm excited to be able to see how much back and forth they actually show. If we do get the the rumored like uh, flashbacks from the, the Clone Wars, and we could see Hayden in his like Anakin oh. Clone Wars mm-hmm. armor and Obi Wan in his white armor. Ugh. Yeah, I, I think that a they've already said from the start like. Anakin is in this. Vader is in this. So they're not trying to keep it secret like they did with Cad Bane or Kingpin or whatever. It's not going to be a big twist. So that makes me think that he will be a significant part of the series. And he should be, because I think it should be about uh, Obi-Wan confronting his failure. Like, that's what this is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I like this idea. Maybe two or three episodes or like two and a half where the Inquisitors fail. Vader finds yeah. out who they're after and he's like, okay, I'm handling this myself. Yeah. Like, it, it definitely makes sense. And, and like you said, it really is a show about Obi-Wan kind of coming over all of the failures that he has had in the past and realizing what the future he has to go towards. And Vader is obviously a big part of that. Plus like utilize Hayden Christensen. It's not just, it's not just Ewan McGregor's first time in 17 years. It's also Hayden Christensen's first time in 17 years. Like you would think it would go hand in hand and it's been hyped up so much. I don't think that they'll let us down. Um, I mean, just seeing them on screen together again is going to be incredible. And like in those flashbacks, if we get flashbacks, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to seeing him in that armor. I'm going to lose it. It's going to be so exciting. Um, of flashbacks. I do have a question though. Do you guys think it would be more of battles or more of like conversations between the two of them? Like I hope remedy. it's more like quiet moments between the two of them. Just, yeah, having conversations, just talking about having deep conversations, talking about what's going on. Yeah, I think that's what I would like to see more than like a big battle scene. I want a little of both. Yeah, I don't need a whole battle, but it would be fun to see them (laughs) with the clones. Like, I mean, bring Tim back even if he's just in flashback, but like just knocking over clankers mm-hmm. and also cl- clone troopers in like their full on. If we got Rex in live action with like the, the 501st, like what if it was like the 501st? Exactly. But like, I'd love to see them with their distinct armor. Yeah. Instead of just even in uh, the book of Boba Fett with, when we got that flashback, it's like, yep, they're 501st clones, but they all look the same. I'd love to see some clones with uh, different armor. Mm-hmm. What if we get like a scene where maybe they don't show Padme, but they show like Anakin talking about Padme or like Anakin's like, I got to go do this thing. And Obi-Wan is like, okay, <laughs> we all know what you're all doing. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I feel like uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series gets to, it gets a free pass for me on a lot of stuff because I keep talking about how like, ah, oh, I want Star Wars to do different stuff and I want it to get out of like this same 60 year time period, which is why I'm liking the High Republic so much. But Kenobi's cool. You, Kenobi, you can do that. I want Kenobi. <laughs> and then I, we've been talking about how like, ugh, all these shows have been doing like this flashback thing and all these shows are relying way too much on flashbacks and I'm sick of it. But Kenobi, do I'd like some flashbacks from you. Like, please give me some flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one place where you didn't want it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, just because I, it, it's me, I have to ask the question and because I'm kind of like manifesting it. Does that mean we also get Rosario Dawson back as well in a flashback? That I would not be surprised. Wouldn't surprise me either. 
I think that starts to get a little weird. Oh, They'd have just... to make her look a, a lot younger, though, or else they would have to use a different actress. But I don't think they would do that. They'd probably just make her look younger. Yeah, it'd be a whole different getup for her. Also, have they? They haven't said in live action who she is. I don't think. I don't think they've straight up said, "I was Anakin's Padawan." Eh, oh, whoa! They, they just like blew my mind all of a sudden. I think so. I don't think they have. They've hinted at it. She's definitely said, like, I've seen she, what attachment can do. She said, like, you're a lot like your father to Luke. Yeah. She knows yeah, we him. We all know who Luke's father is. Yeah, she so told, she yeah, knows him. She told Din that she was a family friend. I think that's the closest thing we've gotten. Yeah. Right. She she keeps saying things that are like, ah, to <laughs> people who have seen the Clone Wars. But she has never said, Anakin Skywalker trained me. So... Interesting. I'm sure they could find a way to do it where it wouldn't be confusing. I mean, hell, it could be even fun if she's like master and then it that's a revelation to, to people, people who've yeah. only seen live action where they're like, whoa, wait, she was well, like that could be fun. Um, but also it's like that's a lot of de-aging, I feel like that just that she would look significantly different and mm -hmm. smaller and would, I, I feel like they'd have to recast her i think we are more likely to get something between her and perhaps like a force ghost anakin in the ahsoka series yeah, yeah. or like her talking about anakin to luke i mean in her own show that's a good point that we know that Hayden's coming in for Ahsoka. So maybe this is the time for them to lay that groundwork and it's like yeah it's a little bit of connective tissue between the other live action series. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I guess my sticking point just now was like, I don't think Rosario should do that. But yeah, if they recast her and had Ash Ashley Eckstein voice her, like dub over it for a scene, I'm down for that. Yeah. It's just my Ahsoka loving heart that wants to see more of her. <laughs> I know that she's overused sometimes, but I just, I just, I just love seeing. And the fact that it, it makes would be sense. a Wars flashback. Like, right. uh, it just. Yeah. Put her like, in the background so that she's like not huge like main character on screen saying like hey sky guy come over here or something <laughs> something it, it, better than yeah. that but it makes complete sense that she would be there yeah uh, i'm just like how are they gonna do it in a in an effective way but mm -hmm. you're like talking through it i'm like that would be pretty fun if that were how people learned that she was anakin's padawan Hearing Hayden Christensen say snips would blow my mind. Mm -hmm. I bet he will in the Ahsoka series, if not. Oh. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'll get off my Ahsoka horse here for a second. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, taking a step from Star Wars real quick, I want to talk about the whiskey, and I want to kind of get into a little bit of a detail about kind of like how it's made and stuff. So I pulled up the website, um, and this is a crazy read, but I'm just going to read it real quick. And it says, uh, the whiskey has spent at least 12 years in traditional whiskey cask, American Oak X bourbon barrels and hogsheads, which is a uh, essentially a more fort fortified cask. And then it moves to a Spanish Oak X Oloroso sherry cask for an additional nine months. And then it's finally transferred to a large Oak vessel for three to four months. So everything can marry. Um, that's a lot going on for one whiskey and <laughs> it is Scotch. So they're obviously trying to blend everything together Make it as rich as possible because Scotch definitely has a different flavor than your typical bourbons, bourbon and stuff. But I can say having it for the first time, um, and I was telling them before the show, I had to just try it before we jumped on. Uh, it is a really, really well done Scotch. It really is. Um, 
I haven't had the chance to try too many scotches because bourbon is always the one to go to for a lot of places. Um, but it's it's not as like uh, it doesn't hit you as much as some scotches do. It's pretty smooth. It's clean. It has a lot of flavor and a very different type of flavor flavor than a lot of other uh, scotches. Like, for example, the taste, according to the website, are supposed to be smooth and mellow with beautifully combined flavors, nutty sweetness, cinnamon spiciness and delicately proportioned layer of sherry, um, which is just a lot going on. So uh, super, super uh, impressed with this one. I'm very lucky that these two uh, you know, recommended it. This is why I let my guests do this, because I would have never found this before. Um, and it, it opens my mind to so many different types of whiskey. And Brian, you can you know step back a little bit. I'm talking about whiskey, all right? I see you, <laughs> I see you in there, Brian. See you. Um, the show is called Whiskey Jedi, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking about it, and it, it's it's enjoyable. Even if my guests aren't as uh, well versed in it, um, they still drink it. Uh, we just bought it on uh, apparently Chuck Wendig's recommendation <laughs> in a book. So yeah, I I only try new things if I read them or see them in movies. <laughs> I'm very impressionable. <laughs> hey, that's okay. There's there's a lot of those in movies, so that's okay. I think that's okay. Um, all right, I'm going to bring up an interesting question that has nothing to do with this. But Gio, uh, who is a part of Apocalypse Movies with me, brought up a, a very funny question that he is all on board for. And it's, need Sam Jackson to reprise his role as Mace Windu before the end of this decade? Do the same stuff they did in Captain Marvel. <laughs> Thoughts on Mace Windu? If they're going to do it, do it in a Clone Wars flashback. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, in Obi-Wan Kenobi in a flashback. In a flashback. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I do not want him to have survived... <laughs> revenge of the sith i don't either i it's it's nothing i have against mace windu i, agree, I just I agree. we've we've brought back enough people i think that i i don't know what what the reason would be to really bring back mace a lot of people were like oh they should bring back mace windu and have boba fett confront him no boba fett's working on a lot more than revenge with <laughs> with Mace Windu like he, he's got a lot of other stuff going on and he's moved past all that and that's really nice to see so I don't know why they would need to bring back Mace I, I think it would be cool and fun and a nice little surprise cameo if he appeared in an Obi-Wan Kenobi flashback I'm totally down with that mm -hmm. I mean we've de yeah we've de-aged Sam Jackson before like Gio mentioned Captain Marvel did it you can do it for a quick flashback it's for, for five seconds and I'm sure Sam Jackson would absolutely light that purple lightsaber again. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. I think the flashback, I, I don't want him in current timeline. It makes no sense. Like, what's he been doing for 30 years? Like, he's yeah. just been hiding out, doing nothing? They'd have to explain, like, how he survived the fall and, like, wh what does he, what does that look like? And where, yeah, where has he been this whole time? And why is he now trying to, get back in the game? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Although, didn't, Sam Jackson say that like he wanted to play him again. Sure. Every actor says that they're like, Oh, I don't know. He could have survived. Like <laughs> what's he going to say? Like, Nope. I'm there's no way I'm never coming back to star Wars. Like, <laughs> true. <laughs> um, all right. So getting back to, to Obi-Wan a little bit, the last thing that we kind of had to talk to or talk about, excuse me, is him going off world and going to uh, that one planet that we saw in the trailer, and I believe it's pronounced Dayu, if I'm not mistaken. That's how I've um, been saying it. So far. 
and it was described as like a Hong Kong edgy type of city. Um, and it's it's been a conversation over the last like year and a half, two years of whether or not people want to see Obi-Wan off planet or not. Um, and of course, there's probably enough story there, especially if they bring Inquisitors to Tatooine. We saw Boba Fett do a similar thing. He was there. Uh, but do you guys like the idea of him jumping off world, a different adventure? Something kind of comes up where he kind of has to put himself back into the spotlight and, and maybe hunting down something or kind of searching for some answers. Yep. I, I wasn't on board at first, like just back when this was kind of first announced, I was like, I don't, I don't want him to leave Luke. I, I just didn't want him to leave for no reason. I guess they kept talking about, you know, they're going to fight again. It's about Obi-Wan and Vader and their rematch. And I'm like, I don't want him to just, seek out vader all of a sudden be like oh maybe one more I can, fight yeah maybe i could turn him or maybe this or that so the way that they are seeming to set it up i'm very happy with where for whatever reason the inquisitors come to tatooine that's obviously too close to luke obi-wan's like in order to protect him and fulfill my mission i have to leave and i have to take them on a wild bantha chase across the galaxy and get them away from Tatooine and also make it look like I haven't been living there uh, and hiding there. He needs to maybe make it look like, oh, Tatooine was just a pit stop mm -hmm. on my quest to just help people throughout the galaxy <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Well, I like what Matthew Lang in the chat said. And, you know, we've heard rumors about a young Leia showing up. It'd be interesting to see if if Leia were going to be a part of this story and if her also being involved is what causes Obi-Wan to leave Tatooine. Yeah. Like both of them are potential, potentially in danger. So he has to leave for the sake of both of them. That, that was another, that's been a rumor that's happening. I, was, I wasn't going to be the one to bring up rumors and leaks, but that was Matthew Lane. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> that was something that has been thrown around since before this teaser came out. And when that came out, I was also like, cool. That's a good reason. Like he, he's protecting one of the two chosen ones, whatever, like the, the two children that we need to protect. Uh, one of them is in immediate danger. So I have to leave. Like I, I thought that was a good reason too. So now this feels like they're just doubling down on good reasons. It's like, no, Obi-Wan super has to leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we know that he and Bale obviously have a relationship. It was, uh, they did that whole, not name drop, but essentially hinted at him in Rogue One. Um, and we saw them at the end of the Revenge of the Sith. So it would make sense. I, it's funny, I didn't even think about it until it was brought up. And it, it definitely makes sense, which could well, be she's... a very interesting storyline. Like, he's there to protect mm -hmm. Luke, but... He's actually going to protect Leia for yeah. something that does happen. It's a very interesting twist. Yeah, I mean, she name drop doesn't name drop, but she talks about her father, he, that Obi-Wan fought with her father in the Clone Wars in the message that Luke finds in A New Hope. So it would be cool to bring all of that back and give us a, an idea of like, this is why Leia might know who this is. And like, Bale would, may have told Leia about him or 
you know, somehow they, they knew about him. So that would be a cool connection for them to tie in for the show. Would it be too far if Bale sent a message to Obi-Wan and he, he said, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Is that too much? <laughs> That's too much. We're, let's leave that for Leia to say. <laughs> just to find out that Leia just re-recorded the entire thing later on. Bale, later. Bale's like, tell him this. He'll, he'll, he'll love it. He'll, he'll get it. He'll know what it is. <laughs> he'll know what it means. Um, so I, I know that it'll eventually happen at some point in the trailer, uh, or in, in the series, excuse me, but in the trailer, we obviously didn't see Obi-Wan with his lightsaber. Do we think that it will be ignited at some point? Like he'll have to use it or is he, is that put away? He's hiding himself as much as possible. And is that's maybe for something against Vader? I mean, they had him on the cover of the magazine with it <laughs> ignited. They would maybe it's just a promotional it. piece. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it could be, but I, I have to imagine that we will get some kind of duel with him and Vader. Yeah, I freaking hope so. Like we, we have to. It's in the concept art. Like, they're <laughs> yeah. gonna fight. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. They're okay. So fight. outside of the Vader stuff, does he use his lightsaber? I. Would love it if he doesn't. We I, see I, him use the blaster. Yeah. So maybe he's actively trying not to use that. Right. And he knows they're uncivilized. He know <laughs> we know uh what he thinks of them. Yeah. I would like it if he kept like wanting to reach for the lightsaber and stopping himself. I would love it if they saved the lightsaber for the last episode. Yeah. It just to like everyone knows you're gonna turn that thing on. Like we know you two are fighting. Uh, I would like them to make us wait for it. But maybe he uses it at the start. There's got to be something that attracts the Inquisitors to Tatooine. Yeah. Maybe that's him. Maybe it's something else. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. What does bring them to Tatooine? Hmm. Well, there's someone we see in the trailer, the third sister confronting with a lightsaber we see some like feet hanging out of the camera mm -hmm. so yeah. i'm like is that another jedi is this all a coincidence mm. oh that's, maybe that's a good, another that's a good question maybe another jedi was yeah found out to be there and maybe maybe they were looking for obi-wan or maybe they were just looking for other jedi i'm wondering if they were just maybe they were tracking that guy and they found him and Obi-Wan's just like in the background. Oh, like, that's crazy. Putting his hood up. It's a Jedi. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't even think about the possibilities of another Jedi showing up. Like, I guess I've just been so focused on Obi-Wan and, and Vader, obviously. Like, the, obviously, the chances of another Jedi showing up at this time period is, is very likely. Because uh, yeah. it's what, 10 years, I think, mm -hmm. right? In that time era. Um, and there's definitely Jedi running around out there in hiding and man, to see a Jedi hung in the streets of Tatooine would be pretty crazy. That would be yeah. pretty crazy. That would be very dark. But yeah, there's the one part in the teaser where it looks like the Inquisitor finds the Jedi symbol kind of like engraved mm -hmm. on a piece of wood, like on a wall or something. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, maybe that means there is another Jedi or more Jedi that are like placing these symbols in these places to say like, here, it's safe here, you know, but... I don't know. I, I don't want them to to go too Jedi heavy other than Obi-Wan. It's, like it, it's like Joseph Gordon-Levin in The Dark Knight Rises. He's draw, drawing the bat symbols everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be pretty cool, actually. That'd be cool. Like just a Jedi running around the galaxy saying, hey, you're good. 
No, I'm here. Jedi yeah. are around still. That's actually a pretty cool idea. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, Sean. I see you, buddy. Thanks for popping in, man. Whiskey's great. Whiskey's great, Sean. Don't know if you ever had it before, but it's great. Um, okay, last great, question great, before Molly. we get to our, our yeah. rapid fire questions. Uh, I, I just wanted to know um, if you guys had one major thing that you may be looking for or that you're really excited to see in the series, something that you're theorizing about um, in the series, because we only are going to get six episodes, but there's a lot that could be happening. Um, is there anything out there that kind of stands that we haven't seen that you're hoping that we do see? Dexter Jetster. <laughs> Please bring him in. Oh, and when we had another revelation today of another character that could pop up. Was that in our... That was in our Q&A, but still, mm -hmm. I'm willing to talk about that. Uh, so we talk about this on Saturday, just off the cuff. I was, I go, what if Elon Sleeves Bagano shows back up? Which sounds ridiculous, but when I thought of it, I was like, I think that would actually be kind of amazing if during Attack of the Clones, Obi-Wan Kenobi mind tricks this person and he goes home and he rethinks his life. He becomes a better person. And then years down the line, he bumps into <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi and he's like, oh my God, I remember you. Like you changed my life. And then he helps him. I would love if that one little like joke moment actually turned into something significant. I think it's a dumb idea, but I'm I kind of, I kind of love it. Also, that's that's it a deep hole. That is a deep hole. It would be hole. funny if, if he did show up and was like, oh my God, it's you. And Obi-Wan was like, no, 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 not me. <laughs> I'm, I was no Jedi. Like, <laughs> so Molly, you're you're on the the Dexter Jester. Oh, I mean, that's another one that I don't think would happen, but I think there's room for that too. They could absolutely make it work. He's been around for a long time. He knows the galaxy really well. Uh, I think Obi Wan and, would trust him enough if he knew where Dexter were. Yeah, was. him and him and Dex kind of have a little bit, of a, but a, a history that we don't know about. We've never seen. So for them to bring him back for like a, just a little bit to yeah help Obi-Wan in some way would be really cool to see. And Sean brings up obviously Young Biggs, but like that's not a hope. That's a guarantee. Like Young Biggs is for sure going to be in this. Uh, and if he's not, zero out of ten. <laughs> zero out of ten. Uh, Poli here has got an interesting one. I don't know if it'll happen in this, but Fingers crossed for Ventress, maybe one day. Mm. I mean, it could happen in a flashback, but <laughs> Alex is like flashback or nothing. I don't know. No, I mean, Dark Disciple happened. Yeah. So. yeah. I don't. I don't know if we'll see her in this, but I. I would not rule out the possibility of seeing her in some story one day. You know, maybe maybe there is some story that she fits into that they tell. It, it'd be very tough because of obviously her. Oh. higher arc but um i would love to see it i would love to see a live action uh, oh yeah i would too Chris. i would too I, I know brian would as well because he's a massive fanboy of entry <laughs> 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 um and sean spoiler alert but i'm not gonna bring that up on the screen just in case uh, i mean yeah that's why i'm like <laughs> as doom Slayer Flashback, said, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah um all right so before we, uh, before we get out of here, do some plugs. Uh, I wanted to do a little bit of a rapid fire questions uh, with the Damon. Just kind of a cool thing that I'm going to start adding to the show on a weekly basis. Um, these are all Star Wars related. They're very quick answers. Um, we're just going to pop them off. There are 15 of them. 
I'm going to go through them. You guys can give your answers. You can think about it if you need to. Um, but if you guys are ready, I'm ready to fire these bad boys off. I'm ready. All right. Kilo's ready too, but you can't see him. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> uh, all right. First one, the one Star Wars planet you'd love to live on. Do we do like a one, two, three? Uh, that's too much pressure. Okay. <laughs> uh, you go first. Scarif. Pre. That's what I was going <laughs> Yeah, <say>. obviously. <laughs> Pre-explosion. Uh-huh. Uh, Pre-Rogue One. I'll say Felucia, just because it looks cool. That one didn't explode, did it? Uh, no. But there are jungle rancors there. Even better. <laughs> um, favorite piece of Star Wars merchandise you own? Ooh. Uh, can I say Grogu? That one? Sure, yeah. Re Life-size Grogu, yeah. Um merchandise specific i guess i'll go with my the big spunko pop that is probably the most expensive thing i, I have to most expensive funko ever <laughs> which is like i can't believe when i was like i'm gonna get all the bigs merchandise i'm sure he has a funko pop and it was like a 2012 comic-con exclusive and i was like of course <laughs> and they did it because all it was was like you paint a mustache on the luke funko pop yeah, done changes, easy exclusive changes oh. helmet a little bit yeah I think I treated myself to that when we hit 100,000 subscribers. <laughs> yeah. Um, one character we need to see more of. I'll not say Biggs again since I just said Biggs. Rose. Since <laughs> yeah. you brought up Kelly, yeah. Min Kelly Marie Tran earlier, I'll say Rose. I mean, I just jump straight to all of my simps, the people I simp for, like Cobb Vamp. <laughs> That's fair. That's it looks fair. like we might be getting and we will. Them. So I'm happy about that. Uh, one character we need to see less of. Darth Vader. Ooh. I'm, I'm super psyched. He's in Obi-Wan Kenobi, <laughs> but dude has had enough. Yeah, <laughs> like that's fair. That's fair. And he died. If, they if, <laughs> if they announce another Darth Vader comic, I'm going <laughs> to. Um, oh, I'm gonna read it. Comics, yeah, he's got so yeah. many comic runs. That's right. That's more what I'm like. He has had yeah. so much media, and mostly in the comics. And also, they're good. Like they were, they were all good. But I'm just like, there are other characters. He's just so marketable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll say Luke. I think after getting him, his stuff in Book of Boba Fett, like we worked out why it made sense, but. Ultimately, I was like, we we don't need any more Luke, really. Uh, Razor Crest or modified N one Starfighter? Oh, Razor Crest. It had a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But you don't have a Grogu. You don't have a Grogu port in the Razor Crest. Oh, he had his own chair. <laughs> I certainly we would be more comfortable in a Razor Crest. I guess it depends on what we're doing. It but... had a it had a bedroom and had a bathroom. It I'm... was like a two bed one bath, cute little yeah. I'll ask Scampoli. Have you read all the comics and all the books <laughs> with Vader in them? He does have That's a lot. All. He, he's that, in a lot. If if you have and you want more Vader, like more power to you. I'm just saying, like <laughs> I've read so much Vader content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll go in one. I like the speed. Um, favorite Star Wars faction slash group. So like the Jedi, the Mandalorians, etc. Rebel Alliance. Okay. Jedi. All right. Pretty basic. 
Uh, Clone Wars or Rebels? Rebels. Rebels. I like it. I prefer the chronological, just straight through. We're focusing on a handful of characters yeah. uh, instead of like constantly jumping around. Yeah. I, but I do think that Clone Wars has better, best episodes, if that makes sense. It has a higher peak. Yeah, it has yeah. higher highs, lower lows. Yeah. Rebels is more of a like just consistent. Yeah. Um, saddest Star Wars death. Ooh. I mean, Kanan is up there. That's yeah. good. that's really good. Hmm. Mm. Big Bigs is not an option. <laughs> that's not that sad, honestly. <laughs> I mean, it's sad to me. Leia, Leia's death was pretty devastating, too. Oh, boy. Hilo. What that's do you a great, have to say? That's a good question. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of them, so. I might I might say Shmi. Like, in, oh, in my... That one is... Tragic. Shmi, that's brutal. Oh Yeah. In, in my least favorite Star Wars movie, it is a moment that always gets me. And I think that it's one of Hayden's best like acting moments where I like, you know, he's not on a green screen. He's on a set. He's dealing with, with another human. And like, you see him go from like just despair to rage and uh, it's good. Uh, Andy coming here with Satine. Uh, Satine's good. That's yeah. Good That's a good one. Um, is Jar Jar Binks the Sith Lord? Sith Lord? No, no. <laughs> I had to ask it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, the the one Legends character you hope we see in canon one day. Gavin Darklighter, and I hope I get to play him. <laughs> Such uh, a bad name. Just because I just said Luke, I'll say Luke. <laughs> no more no more Luke stories. We want only Luke. <laughs> only bad guy clone Luke. Yes. I'm surprised you didn't say Mara Jade. Yeah. I she it would be hard to make her character make sense without involving her with yeah. Luke. Yeah. So like if yeah. we could get her character that had nothing to do with Luke or Palpatine, sure. But would that still be Mara Jade? I don't know. How, how I, do you I think it would react to them adapting her and having her have nothing to do with Luke? Or, or... Probably not well, which is why I don't think it would happen. Yeah. That's okay. yeah. I don't think that she, she would be Mara Jade like in appearance only at this point where that's that's why Trioculus that's why I really like what they did with Thrawn where they translated him and like he he was Thrawn uh didn't matter where they put him in the timeline Mara Jade I feel like it kind of does um so yeah <laughs> that would be a really difficult one to do uh but Corin Horn is a good one Gordon Post any any uh, good pilot, Oral Quirg. I want to see Oral Quirg. <laughs> he's a Gand pilot, and he's a treasure, like Zuckus. What does his helmet look like as a Gand? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite Star Wars creature? Uh, Loth Wolf. That's good. Boga, the Varactyl. <laughs> Just yeah, because specific, yeah, because it, it had a very special relationship with Obi Wan. Favorite lightsaber hilt, Cal Kestis. I was, I knew that was coming. The prongs, the I knew God. that was coming. I don't know what it is about the prongs, but I love it. Uh, Ray, 
Yeah, I, I one? that was like coming. the final one. The final one. The yellow one. Uh C three PO or R2 D2? R2. R2. R2 is the, the VIP of Star Wars. Nothing would get done without him. Star Wars movies or Star Wars TV series? Movies. Movies. They just hit differently. I don't know. I mean, we wouldn't have Grogu if we didn't have the shows, but the movies still, I think, I think mean more to me. I agree. Uh, and last one, who is the greatest Jedi to ever live? Luke. Luke? Yep. <sighs> uh, Loden Great Storm. Sure. Going High Republic just to just to get away from Luke and everyone related to him. I think I Luke to... is what George Lucas wanted to be. Like this is how it's not what George wants. It's what you want. Huh? In here. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I think in George's <laughs> mind and in my mind, like Luke is the epitome of uh, throw the lightsaber away. That kind of Jedi. That's what I think Luke right Lucas wanted. Mm -hmm. I tried to throw in a High Republic question, but I knew that every answer was going to be High Republic, so <laughs> I kept those out of the out of the rapid ones. <laughs> That's fair. Um, well, I just wanted to say a big thank you for both of you coming on. Uh, I know it's been a long time that I mentioned this, and we finally made it happen. Uh, I would absolutely love to have both of you back, whether it be um, a random trailer that drops the day before the show is scheduled, or <laughs> something, uh, anything Star Wars, because I love talking Star Wars with you guys. It's always fun. Um, and thank you for the whiskey recommendation as well. It's uh, it's one that's on my shelf. It's going to be there. It's one that I can sip and not touch too often because it's a really, really good scotch. So uh, thank you for that as well. Um, and before we get out of here, I'll let you guys plug whatever you guys want to plug. I know that everyone here probably already knows where to find you, but just in case, uh, Alex and Molly, where can they find you guys online? Star Wars Explained on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and Patreon and Facebook. And I forget one. I think you got most of them. In right. Instagram, you said Instagram. Yeah. Star Wars Explained pretty much everywhere. I'm at Molly Damon on Twitter. Um, yeah, we're pretty much just gearing up for Obi-Wan content at this point. So we'll be doing reactions and stuff on our Patreon. So you can check that out. Uh, oh, and then next week, we're going to start doing another playthrough of Fallen Order where I play. I'm, you are. Finally. I'm going to play it. Finally. So if you want to learn more about that storyline and see the the inquisitorious what's it called the fortress inquisitorious why do they have to make the know. name so no, you read it earlier and you were like what? <laughs> the, the house where the inquisitors live yeah if you want to know more about that stuff watch our play along because we'll get to that eventually yeah all the uh the twitter and the youtube links are in the description for anybody who um has not seen them before go check those out you can find me here i do shows uh Every week, every two weeks, kind of varies. I'm also doing Marvel watch-alongs with my fiance Gabby. She's never seen a single MCU movie in her life, and we're getting her live reactions to everything that's happening in those. Uh, Apocalypse movies, a certain point of view, with Molly every week for the Schmodown, um, which is an absolute blast. So uh, to everyone watching, thank you so much for joining. Appreciate it. Alex and Molly, thank you again. Uh, can't wait to do this next time. Hope everyone has a great rest of your evening. I'll catch you guys next time. Bye, guys.